0: Welcome back to Elevator Inspiration for Sunday School. We're still in our faith series. This is actually lesson five. It is entitled Attitude of Gratitude. So let's get started. Now, this lesson is centered around leprosy. So basically, we identify leprosy as several types of skin disease, skin disease in the Old Testament. It was affected by people and it was considered unclean. Now the persistence of this disease required banishment from the community amount to a sentence of lifelong shame and isolation. Today we call this the Henson disease. And the reason why it's called the Henson disease because it's named after in honor of a Norwegian doctor who discovered a microbacterium Leprae. Under a microscope in 1873. Now realize now, leprosy is highly contagious. So it's a a skin disease that is noted on the body. Now, usually it in the Old Testament, uh, even in the New Testament, it lasted for a person' life, entire life. So once you got this disease, you were considered unclean, and it would last your entire life. Now, I want you to notice as we go through the scripture, we're going to focus on one individual who was a Samaritan. We got 10 people. So what about the Samaritan? They were religious and they and ethnic cousins of the Jews because they actually have the same common ancestor as who? Jacob. They both loved and they had loyalty to the law of Moses. But there was tension between the Jews and the Samaritans. Samaritans. That tension can go all the way back. You remember when the nation of Israel was divided? There was actually ten tribes in the north and two tribes in the south. So it was aggravated when the northern kingdom went into exile. Remember the Assyrians came down and conquered them. So it alienated the two groups. However, there was individuals left behind, and they intermarried with the people that, this, that the Assyrians resettled in the land. So. And the samaritan was more like um let's say half jews i think that might be a, a word and they were very despised by the jews okay let's get started we're going to start with the first outline comes from Leviticus, the 13th chapter looking at verses 14 45 4 through 46. we have a physical indicator so a leper this is a person with the disease had a plague It says his clothes shall be rent in other words he's wearing torn clothes his hair his head is bare he shall cover the upper lips in other words he had to wear a mask and I want you to notice in verse 35 it says that he's gonna haul out unclean unclean basically to identify who he is in other words because this disease is contagious I'm letting the people know I'm coming Unclean, unclean, when you hear me. Now, it's interesting if I notice it says the covering of their upper lip, uh, wearing a mask. Think about that this day and time during our pandemic and how it was politicized if you was wearing a mask. That's something to really think about. And then we have social separation. It says all the days wherein the plague shall be in him, he shall be defiled. He is unclean. In other words, he shall dwell without the camp he had to be isolated from everyone else. So I want you to think about two questions from that outline. Why is leprosy such a dreadful disease? And what is the psychological toll of being isolated and left alone to die? And under what circumstances will you keep your distance from someone who is spiritually unclean and why? all right so in luke the 17th chapter and the 11th through the 14th verse we have 10 leopards that come to jesus i want you to notice now we have a request now it happened as he went into jerusalem that he passed through the midst of samaria and galilee this is interesting because a direct route from where he is which is in a northern location to jerusalem which he had to go south most jews did not go through samaria they actually went around the jordan river the long way but on many occasions jesus will say i must go through samaria and here we're seeing that he's actually going through the city uh, excuse me through the villages of samaria and he comes comes to one village and it says 10 men who are leopards notice that they stood off and they lifted with their voice and said jesus master have mercy on us. Now, I want you to notice now in Leviticus, it said they should be crying out unclean, unclean. But we have 10 individuals who actually stand in unison and they are actually saying Jesus master. Only the disciples usually in scripture call him master. Here they're recognizing and they're giving honor to him and they're calling him master, not rabbi, not teacher, but master. Have mercy on us. And then notice Jesus' response. He saw them and he said to them, now notice it, go and show thyself to the priest. And so it was, as they went, they were cleansed. Notice that he does not lay hands on them. He just tells them, go show yourself to the priest. And as they were walking, they became clean. Now, the lesson focused on this one verse here. And it says in one of them, So we have 10 now, who was healed, returned, and with a loud voice, glorifying God. Notice how Luke says he had a loud voice. He fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And notice he was a Samaritan. Alluding to the fact that the other nine could have been Jews. And this one is a Samaritan showing you the difference here. And notice what Jesus says, Jesus answered and said, were there not ten clings, but where are the nine? Were they not any found who returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? The New King James Version said foreigner, the King James Version says stranger, Jesus in turn is noting this to his disciples, he's saying this to everyone around, wow. Wasn't there ten individuals? Correction. Wasn't there nine of you and only one who is a stranger who is a Samaritan come and Give me thanks and notice what he says to him. Arise go your way Your faith has made you well That is interesting What about the other individuals the other name? They were healed too, but notice Jesus signaled out something unique here He said, Arise, go your way. Your faith has made you well. I'm going to focus on that. So remember now, the theme of this is give thanks to God no matter what your situation is. So I want you to think about what can you do to ensure that expressing gratitude for God's blessing is one of your regular practices. And then the next question is, why is gratitude essential? Think about that. Why is gratitude essential? So what I gained from this lesson today is this. In the end, my relationship with God is defined by my faith, not by my heritage, not by my denomination, not even by my acts of kindness. My relationship with God is defined by my Faith, because in this here in the 19th verse, Jesus said to the Samaritan, "Get up, on your way. Your faith has healed and saved you." So, in other words, the Samaritan trust and expectation in God, as demonstrated by his act of obedience, conveyed the healing. His act of obedience, because he did exactly what Jesus said to his expectation, and then that expectation led him back with gratitude. So trusting expectation comes from a thankful life. So in other words, an unthankful life can become bitter and cold, but a thankful heart will find peace and purpose in all circumstances. So my thought to remember is, let us determine to give thanks to God. Let me say that again. Let us determine to give thanks to God. Hey, this has been great, you all. Like I always say, we have a Zoom session on Sunday, and it starts at 6 p.m. The meeting ID is 642-382-0755, and the passcode is CU123. And like I always say, see you in Sunday school.